Keeping the streak alive, ladies and gentlemen. It is week three of the green sweatshirt. It is Russell John the Fisherman. <laughs> Why are you outing me on my wardrobe for the podcast just, we do at home? Look, my job is to notice trends. <laughs> trends on the show, trends in the market. So I have um, a wardrobe full of clothing from like 10 years ago. Yeah. And then I have like <laughs> 10 articles of clothing from like, you know, that new their new, their condition is new. From when they came, I can't remember. This is um, this is the denim devil hoodie that I got from Zach when yeah. when we were covering that back then. Which that whole thing is out now. And if you haven't read it, go get it. We should talk to him again. Wait, this is a different green sweatshirt because I can't see the logo because of the the front the face of your computer. Well, you can't see green, so that's I why I'm see- curious that you're calling me out. Is that no? I know green. I love green. What Green's shade, like which, my what shade of green? Oh, that's like a that's like a sinus infection booger green. <laughs> okay, olive green, I think. Yeah, yeah. we're saying the same we'll go thing. There. Yeah, but I have um, a bunch of clothing that is new, as I've never worn it, and uh, this this it felt really comfortable, and it was green, so I'm like, oh, kind of holiday. Yeah, <laughs> so no, I've been wearing I it. Love, it's great. <laughs> Nothing says the holidays like the denim devil. Like the denim devil. That's right. <laughs> Also joining us from behind the wall is Oksana Valeriyeva Osachi. Oksana, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Eve. <laughs> Always. That's why we keep you around oh for semantics. <laughs> Just really welcoming in that holiday spirit. Oksana, I have a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, downstairs for our listeners, um, we have a, a lovely reef that's hanging on our, our front gate. Um, it mixes uh, very well with the amount of artificial crows uh, that are still left over from Halloween. Uh, it's, it's a lovely mix we have downstairs. Um, but I noticed that on that reef, which looks very lovely, by the way, uh, there is one ornament. There's a bunch of traditional ornament balls, but then there's one ornament of a pickle <laughs> hanging down off that reef. So I just kind of wanted to ask what the pickle was about. Um, I think it's some made-up dollar store, um, what's the, like, (laughs) holiday history. I got it at the Dollar Tree a long time ago when we lived in, uh, what Russell mentioned last week as Mildew House. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And it came with a little, uh, backstory that's supposedly some, like, tradition from some other country I can't remember was, like, they'd have a a pickle ornament. (laughs) What the fuck? I don't know. I've okay. had it for a long time. I think it looks really dumb, but I like it. I love it. I used to put it on the tree, but um, it was in the... <laughs> I don't know. You know, what's funny is I put that wreath out there because I thought we had a hook from prior years on the front door. Yeah. And then I had it, and I was already outside, and I'm like, there's no hook. I'm like, oh, I'll just put it on this. It's great on the gate. Well, then it started <laughs> to evolve into being decorated, and I'm like, the minute a DoorDash person comes in here... They're going to swing that fucking gate. It's going to hit the wall, and all of those are going to fall and break. 
They're... So if you, if you like that pickle, take it off. Yeah, but I, I do like frightening people in the service <laughs> industry. <laughs> They're always shocked that it hits the wall. Yeah. I'm like, did you notice it doesn't even connect? Yeah, there's no... There's no, nothing there. No, because yeah. it's dark, so no one sees anything. Oh, the pickle tradition does have a Wikipedia entry. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, God. The Christmas pickle is an American Christmas... I thought it was German or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, oh, just read from the article. an American Christmas tradition, a decoration in the shape of a pickle is hidden on the Christmas tree with the finder receiving either a reward or a good fortune for the next year. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's a number of different origin stories attributed to the tradition, including originating in Germany. <laughs> there's your okay. German pickle. So it's got nothing to do with Rick and Morty. Got it. I love it. I love pickles. So, Mary Pickle. What if you put the pickle <laughs> on a wreath? Do you get attacked? Is it bad luck? A preeth? <laughs> yeah. What if it's not made for the wreath or the gate? No, it's supposed to be hidden. The, I mean, the Krampus I guess, pickle's gonna get us. I now. guess that means that Clark gets good fortune. Next year. Fuck yeah. Why does he get it? Because he's I love the pickles. first one who pointed out the pickle. Oh, you yeah, found it. Yeah, I found the pickle. That's the <laughs> dumbest. That's like you a, know me, dude. I have a penchant for finding pickles. That's a fucking creepy uncle game. Fuck hey, yeah. did you find the pickle on the tree? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's Why don't you pull on that pickle? God, that's gross, dude. Um. All right. Well. Uh, we're talking to, to all of you on, uh, Christmas Eve, um, so we're just gonna have a Tuesday episode for you this week, we're, um, we're gonna, you know, let's, uh, it's, it's still our Christmas vacation while we're <laughs> recording, so we're just gonna, we're gonna take off the Thursday episode, and we'll see ya, uh, the week after there, in the new year, so it's the last episode of the new, of, uh, 2023, uh, Randy is with his real family, oh uh, this week out in, uh, Idaho, so we wish him well. He's Merry just Christmas. taking a break from the show. What he missed? How many weeks this year? That's fine. He he saved up his PTO. Oh my god! He used it at his own discretion. That's not fair. That's, I guess yeah. It's okay. fine. You can use. You have PTO. We, gotta, we have to keep our employees happy. That's right. You've accrued some PTO. Yeah. You can do whatever you'd like. We give Randy PTO. We hide the pickle for Oksana. <laughs> <laughs> Make everybody happy. Um. Yeah, so uh, anything else up top? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, how to say it. Uh, yeah, no Thursday episode, so go back and listen to the ones with Nick. I've gotten a lot of uh, <laughs> direct messages of like, whoa, this dude's talking a mile a minute. <laughs> and who is, I've been trying to think of this all week. Who's the comedian who's like a smart dude? He talks a mile a minute. And he's he's got like ten dollar words that he's like vomiting out. They tried to cancel him recently. Mm. What the fuck is his name? He had a lot of viral clips from going on news shows and like roasting him. He went on Morning Joe and like he had a clip that came out of that where he was. He's, he's British. Uh, he's Brit Jimmy Carr. No, newer. He was a heroin addict. Jim Jeffries. No, he's Australian. <laughs> no. Come on, Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Is yeah. that his name? Russell Brand. Oh my god, it came to he's got my name and I forgot it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I I Nick was giving me those vibes where he was just uh, like firing off. And I'm like, I really had to like narrow in to be like, all right, I understand. Also, God, I thought I was like a vaporwave nerd. That motherfucker was naming like the first ten bands ever to hit the internet. I'm like Also, last <sighs> week if you played our um 
uh, drinking game last week. Uh, the topic was how many times Nick mentioned the T-shirt he was wearing. <laughs> You'd be God. nice, good, and merry drunk. God, I love Nick. And all of you should go listen to Mall Walk. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it, and I think it's going to do well. That's like prime internet art. So, yeah, go listen to that. We don't have a Thursday. Pia. And if yeah, it is very Pia. Mama Mia. <laughs> Papa Pia. Baby's got the diarrhea. Oh, my God. It is your thing. Uh, Gabo. Um, Gabo. Yeah. So I don't know how to say this, but uh, David Lynch was very angry and he <laughs> refused. I don't. You want to know what happened? After Nick was recording, we were in here talking. That We were hanging out for a total of what felt like five hours of like that kind of rapid fire conversation. And I was like burnt by the end of it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's go downstairs and hang out. And I was picking up the soundboard, and it, I, I didn't unplug it from anything. So I dropped it right on the mixer. Oh, no. And I went, did I just destroy everything? And then I looked, and I'm like, no, everything's fine, except for the fucking cable. So the way that the mixer talks to the soundboard yeah. was destroyed. That was oh, the no. only thing. Thank God. But because of that... Um, you know, I I can't really do anything. So I promised TBR, sorry, you all were bad. You got coal this Christmas. Uh, it will come next week. <laughs> also, uh, it's only a coincidence. Uh, it, he, it is the real David Lynch, but for some reason he didn't want to come in this week. Uh, I also had a clip that I wanted to play from the movie that I'm going to cover today, but fuck it. Go watch the movie. Did you memorize it? Then you can just quote it. No, and I thought about trying to paraphrase it, and I would just ruin it. No, that would have been nice. No, it would have been really It would have been a real overlooked theater moment. Okay. (laughs) I won't be offended by that. But yeah, I uh, may have destroyed the... the, uh... Here's the thing. No, it's really... I'm going to blame the holiday. I'm going to blame Santa. Fucking Jeff Bezos would not get this cord to us on time. I was like, fuck it, Oksana. We'll just order it. It'll be here tomorrow. We're good. And she's like, no, it'll be here Thursday. Mm. And this was last week. Well, Bezos has been a busy boy. It's a busy season for our little baby boy. He's got to get into. He's got to climb in everybody's chimney and bring them all their packages. Is he still ripped? I think so, and it's it's a little scary. Yeah, like when red top, red top, (laughs) when carrot top. That was really (laughs) weird. Called him red top. Yeah, when carrot top got ripped. It felt like a nerd was going to get revenge. And I didn't know. It wasn't scary. It just felt like, oh, he's he's had a mental break or something. When Bezos got ripped, it was kind of, I don't know. It felt ugly. Yeah, the whole thing. Well, if you go back and you, you see that early news report. Oh, I, rem- I know what you're talking about, where he goes to his desk. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. He's a dork. He's super dork. And now what he and now look what money and success has turned him into. Yeah. Like those guys, I, I, I don't relate to, to that. I, I like uh Mark Davis guy a little bit more. Who the hell's that? Uh he is the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> okay, I should have known. Pull up Mark Davis. Did you talk about him recently? I talk about him as much as I Davis. Just D A V I S. Oh. Okay. Look at that hair. Oh yeah, he looks like a dude. You oh, okay? I've looked at him. Now see, before. and this is this is a rich man, but he Wait, looks like an idiot. Why is he wearing all white? Because he does what he wants. Because he's a champion. Is who he has inbred? zero championships. He looks fucking strange. Now, now I want you to Google Mark Davis girlfriend. Oh no. <laughs> why? Oh okay. I thought I was gonna get a missing report. Nope. 
Wait, is that him? That's not him. No, that's not him. But that's his girlfriend. What is that called? When An you Instagram wear... thought. She's got like a choker on? Yeah. Oksana, did you ever... You did wear those. I remember. Can you see that? that Oksana, like... did you ever date Mark Davis? Those like... Can't say that I have. <laughs> Wait, which? Because you definitely had weird neck uh, accessories when yeah, I met you. I had... Mine was um, not that plain, but yeah, I had one. Not that plain. Did you have like... Was it embroidered or crocheted or something? It had a... Heart with vampire wings <laughs> and a sword through it that dangled from a chain because it came from Hot Topic, of course. Well, you just outed yourself. You've denied being goth for this long, and now <laughs> it was never goth. Merry Goth Christmas. Everyone. Also, Hot Topic featured in Mall Walk, the podcast. Of Go course. listen to it. As it should be. Honestly, the nostalgia of that podcast, like when he was talking about Orange Julius. And the research he did on where yeah. you could still get one in the Bay Area. Although I never heard Suncoast mentioned. I know. That what was my that was my jam fudge, too. Dude? Did you ever get an Orange Julius? Were you out here when that was a thing? I no. It felt like it was a West Coast thing too. Yeah. Like not national. I they weren't know. good. I well, remember we, them well, not we being had, good. No, we have we have Dairy Queens. Okay. You know? I never really went to Dairy Queen. There was always kind of a line there, and I was impatient. Well, there was always a certain stigma around Dairy Queens. <laughs> Why? Well, because there was a Dairy Queen. We did not have a Dairy Queen where I grew up, but we d we did in Brookhaven, and Brookhaven had the big Walmart. So when we needed to go to the big Walmart 20 miles away, we'd go to Brookhaven. And Brookhaven had a Dairy Queen. Uh, but that Dairy Queen was a little... Um, I don't know, it was just run down and old, <laughs> even like 30 years ago. And the, the other Dairy Queen in McGee, Mississippi, which was 45 minutes away, we had family in McGee. There was a rumor that there was feces <laughs> in in the Dairy Queen. Human? In, human feces okay. that had been transposed into the uh, the food on a <laughs> semi-regular basis. <laughs> that is weird. That they're just plopping out feces out of that. Did you see, did you see the uh, Burger King employee that took that picture and posted it where he was stepping in the uh, lettuce? No. And he's like, this is what's on your burgers? <laughs> and then immediately the person working at that Burger King went, I know who that is. And they fired him immediately. Type. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It felt good. There's a There was a period where I was watching um, weird like service industry things on YouTube. And there was a guy who works at Five Guys, and he would record himself working a shift at Five Guys, okay. man in the grill. And you could tell that all his coworkers did not like that guy. Oh, I would fucking hate that. <laughs> could you imagine that? Yeah. I can't. I would. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm funny. not a rat or a narc, but <laughs> I think I would be like, yeah. can you fucking do something about that? Yeah. There, you know, um. Uh, Charlie the Birdman from fucking God. We haven't had him on here in forever. Birdman. We should, we he flew have, away. Yeah, we should hit him Come up back, too. Come back, Birdman. He turned me onto a Twitch that was a donut operation. Where oh, the yeah. owner just live streamed donuts. Yeah, no. That's oh. different. If you're like a one-man operation. Oh, yeah. No, this is you. a corporate yeah. setting. If you're in a fucking franchise. five guys. If you're at McDonald's back there. Also, McDonald's. Are y'all getting the nuggets? Terrell got me addicted to the nuggets. Not the food, but the the toy. Yeah, I have. I think I have four. You have a McNugget buddy. You have four buddies. What buddies do you have? You want me to go get them? No, just tell me what they are. You don't know what I they don't are. I don't know what they are. Did you open them? I'll go get them. Yeah, I opened them. 
Oh, but you don't know what they are. Did I'll bring them. You, did you get the golden nugget? No. I don't okay. So. There's there's nice? a golden nugget. Um, if you go on eBay, you know, I sh- instead of just. I also lost one. You? How did you lose a McNugget, buddy? Here, let me. I'm gonna pull up eBay right now. Um, McNugget, buddy. eBay McNugget. Oh, that popped up quick. Oh, wow, the vintage ones, the whole collection is only $100. So the market value on these is not great. Um, fuck, you do have McNugget buddies. Do you need a McDonough? No, McDonough. I changed the hats on a couple. Okay, no, you have the one I have a double of. Do you, where's the other one? I lost it. I don't know where the other <laughs> one is. I don't know what it is. I think it's a double. I am shocked. How many there are there? Uh, there are six of them. All right, well, I got at least three. Do you know who the fuck Kerwin Frost is? He's a jerk-off artist. <laughs> How did, did you know him prior? I've, you know, I'm out there in the streets. I hear names. Wait, hold on. So, okay, no, I'm an idiot. Somebody's selling them all for $70 each. Oh, there's the golden one. The rare golden McNugget, buddy. Why, dude, I can, I can get another one of these within 25 minutes. Look, Why are people... The golden McNugget, buddy. Who's naked? <laughs> He's a nudist. I want to. I want the golden one. I. Everybody wants the golden one. There are two available. He sold one hundred and twenty. How's he getting all these golds? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's a 49er, dude. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Fucking Brock Purdy over here, <laughs> dude. If you're a real Niner fan, you got to get all the golden nuggets. Damn. Yeah, I don't, dude. Uh, did they used to be rubber? Do you remember? The first thing I did when I got my McNugget buddy is I squeezed it. Yeah. And I, I was like, it's plastic. I will I tell you, I did as soon as I felt it, I was like, eh, it doesn't feel right. Like it, it felt should. like it should have been rubber. Yeah. But I still want them. I don't because know. They what. know that kids aren't the ones collecting these anymore. Yeah, then they should know we're gonna we uh our emotions as a collector are driven by texture. That's why we like a slip cover on a Blu-ray and we like a rubber McNugget. I mean, they're the actual McNuggets of rubber. Why not make uh, the toy? Okay, I'm. You know, I'm happy you're playing with these though. Who came with the cape and the the fro? This is this is all proper. These are these are the proper outfits. Okay, now. you know what? I think that the one in the middle, me and Terrell need that one. But I think I got Kerwin Frost. I'm the only one. What is that one? I got Kerwin Frost. Okay, why Show do, why do you have one. to steal my? Glory? I'll trade you. <laughs> Kerwin, no, Terrell's trying to trade me too. We got that guy, the Frosthead. Oh, that guy's cool. And uh, we everybody wants the golden. Where the fuck is Kerwin? He he doesn't have a listing for him. Oh, there he is. Oh, I want that one. I'll he's, trade you. He's got a tattoo of a pencil on his cheek. Oh, that's cool. And he's got a soul patch. Okay, I don't know. I regret bringing this up. Although I really right, do. I'll want, keep. I'll keep trying. I want to get another McNugget buddy now. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We got nothing up top. Uh, next week that it will be back to normal, I think. Well, uh, at some point, um, we're gonna have oh, don't you. don't. You need to start preparing. No, I started preparing. No, 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 yesterday. no. The soundboard's down. We can't do it. No, we have to do it. You have to start preparing. You have a lot to catch up on, oh friend. Oh my god, do I? You have so much to I catch up. I don't give a on. shit what Oscar thinks about cinema. I'm not talking about Oscar. Remember, I'm the trendsetter. Criterion listens to this show, and that's why they added Unfriended. I'm talking about movies that you need to watch. Guys who like movies, right? What is? What was it? What? Was the TNT <laughs> USA? 
movies for guys who like, like movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's those might. I, <laughs> I would. I would lean more towards TNT slash Spike. Okay. I don't think. I think it might have been USA though, right? You, I don't know. I fucking hate. Well, it. FX has the movies. Oh yeah. I know that. We've got the meat. They've got the, the movies. movies. Yeah. What was USA? I don't know. It was more like we have Monk. <laughs> Whatever. Then it was we have suits. All right. So you're telling me you have to prepare for the fucking lookies, right? Lookies, baby. I don't know why people like that shit. Because it's a Randy Retread episode. It's a celebration. All... <laughs> it's a celebration, is what it is. And if you would just embrace it for that, then you know, let some of the light in your cavernous heart. All right. I don't think I have any oddball ones. You're this year, Grinch. Though. You're wearing green. I'm gonna. Grinchy bitch. Gonna, hey, The Grinch, go watch the last Blu-ray Tuesday. It was a fantastic episode, and he covered a lot of Christmas horror movies, which uh, I don't think we're going to be we're doing We're not going to do that this week. <laughs> so, not doing that shit here. Yeah. So they're all new, too. I do have a couple later on, but they're all, I don't know if they're retreads, but they're not new. Um. All right, the lookies. All right, it's on my fucking radar. Again, if the soundboard's not back, I don't know what we're going to do. We'll figure it out. We'll have to bring a, we'll have to hire a trumpet. Person. Ooh, Lou Bega? <laughs> we'll have to hire Lou Bega I to play it. in the intro. The trumpet! Oh my God. All right. Uh, all right. Well, let's... Uh, ready to roll? Yeah. Oh, I just closed the thing. Yeah, come what on, What are you going to talk about first? I know you got a lot of holiday spirit coming up. I mean, you know, as... as Again, it, it, the year is coming to an end and i'm trying to catch up on some stuff and uh there's two movies one movie that still uh just moved over to amazon prime the other movie just moved over to hbo so uh you know was able to to catch both of these um one of which was uh, the biggest movie of the year in barbie and then also caught up on salt burn and then we'll talk about another movie <laughs> that us all too uh, so let's start with a little Barbie action. Barbie suffers a crisis that leads her to question her world and her existence. Yeah, it pretty much Good uh, job. puts it up uh, nice and neat. Look, wh- what's there to say? Um, I think that the execution of this is commendable. Um, you know, I think I could only imagine. The amount of hoops that Greta Gerwig had to to jump through dealing with like a, a giant property like this, um, you know, with Mattel and everything, and then you know also trying to you know put her vision mixed in with that, and and trying to make something, you know, that has something to say and also something that's pleasant to look at, and I think that for the most part, this was accomplished. Um, it's certainly nice to look at. I think that the, the, you know, the, they cut no corners here. They spared no expense. Everything looks fantastic. Um, and you know, there are giant stars in cameos for five seconds. Um, it's just, uh, it's a lot of recognizable faces. It's a lot of, um, it's just a, it's a fun bubblegum time mixed in with some existential crisis that uh, for the most part succeeds. Uh, they they kind of lost me in the third act. It gets a little weepy um, in the third no act. No tears, and though? They, they bring, um, Rhea Perlman plays, um, who is uh, Danny DeVito's ex-wife, 
uh, we know the great, um, the great here it ended. The great Rhea Perlman. Uh, she plays the inventor of Barbie, who comes back as a ghost and meets Barbie in the corporate Mattel office, and then comes back and she's like, "Yeah, I'm a ghost," and uh, and fires Barbie, <laughs> and then and then Barbie's like, "I don't understand what's happening," and then she takes her hand, and they go to Dreamland, and then it's some weird. Wait, are you spoiling Barbie? Right, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. It turns into some to a sappy montage. Uh, Is yeah, that where Randy know. cried? Did Randy cry? I don't when know. The fucking he... corporate. Also, I don't it, know. It sounds like something you'd be very into. It's like no. yeah, let's get in the Mattel office. This is no, the movie I, I want mean, to watch. I you know I don't know. I I felt. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if the the emotional message in the third act resonated. Uh, with me, I was watching Barbie. Uh-huh. Um, but again, the execution is 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 near perfect. Um, everybody's great. The, the Ryan Gosling's hilarious, um, and Margot Robbie is she's she's tremendous. What's it on? HBO. HBO. Okay. Um, I think she's. I think we still got HBO. I might be able to watch it. She's probably she's the she's the perfect she's the person to pull off for Barbie. <laughs> Okay. Um, in this, and um, you know, there's some funny stuff here, and uh, it's a nice time. Does she date a ninja turtle? <laughs> no, not even not even a turtle's mentioned. Oh. That um, was my experience with Barbie. I would take my cousin to Barbie, it, and they would date my ninja turtle. But I like how it, it does not take itself seriously at all until it kind of you know gets into that personal stuff, and then like you know um, they're sort of uh, very. Tongue-in-cheek way of handling, you know, the patriarchy and the the sort of um, inversion of what's happening in the real world, opposed to what's happening in, uh-huh. in Barbie world. When Ken comes back from the real world and realizes that boys should take over, um, and then turns everything from Barbies over to Kens, um, and that's fun. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, um, yeah, it's fine. You know, I'm not gonna. Oh no! How many out of twelve? I'll give it. I'm between. I'm between a feel, seven and an eight, and I'll go. Wow. Eight. Okay. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's that's yeah. not what I heard, Clark. Everybody mm. fucking loved this movie. Randy cried. Randy doesn't cry. He didn't know he had tear ducts till he saw Barbie. Well, you know, I also, you know, I I, I also don't share the sentiment of uh, Ben Shapiro. What? No, of course he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> that. Him going on a rant about the movie that's longer than the movie, it has to be clear. Like, so oh, wild. this is this is like hate bait. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, of whatever. Course, of course, you know, we, we everyone has a car, and everyone has a specific fuel to that, that <laughs> operates that car, and uh, that's that's on. what the fuel in the car was. That let, day, let you know, our friend Randy's not everybody's here. got a mortgage, dude. Everything's a game, and so Randy's not here. And it's the holidays, and we we like to analyze family. During the holidays, and just because he's remote, it's fine. I I just think it's ironic that uh, it seems that Randy gets affected by existential dread all the time, right? Like he loved Rick and Morty. That's kind of the underlying theme of that show. Yeah. He loved Barbie, which it sounds like was a big plot point. The man has Bible verses tattooed on him in a secret spot. It's like you have secret the answer spot. on you, bro. <laughs> like, all of humanity, they've turned to God in some form or another. It's literally tattooed on your body. Yet, you know, Barbie makes you cry. I feel like that might be one step away from the satanic Bible written by Anton LaVey. 
Or maybe you need to watch Barbie, and we'll no. see if you cry. I'll fucking cry. I've been cry- dude. I've been crying a lot. Of course. Well, first I'm emotionally unhinged. <laughs> no, but on t- I've been editing. God, I've been editing this wedding video, and it is a fucking beautiful wedding. Have you been chopping onions? No, dude, it's rough. This- so I, it's it's so weird when you're editing other people's personal shit because it's it's like found footage. I'm learning about them out of order. So, uh, you know, but, Oksana said the same thing when she was editing Charlotte's Oh, Net. my God. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> never heard of that movie, by the way, um, which you can buy. God, people are still selling it. Uh, also, our most popular YouTube video. Go check it out on YouTube. Um, or don't. Dude, it's like their their daughter is talking and she does this speech that's like four minutes long and it had a note, like try to keep the whole thing. So I have to like go back through it and scrub it. And it's like every fucking time. It's so brutal, dude. It is like the most cute, heartwarming thing ever. Cute is, you know, cute kind of diminishes it and like puts it in a corner. And heartwarming. No, it's heartfelt. It is soulful. It is powerful. And I just sit there and I'm like, I hate this because I'm sitting there like dying. Uh, yeah, I like to bottle my emotions. Oh, I can't. Well, I'm aware. Yeah. You got to let them loose. That's what Barbie's whole message is about, oh brother. My God. I have a question. Yes, oh, ma'am. No. If there's a weird Barbie, is there a weird Ken in this movie? There's not a weird Ken because. Now, Weird Barbie is played by Kate McKinnon, who is not credited as Weird Barbie in this. None it, of them the, are credited as. It, everything's just credited Barbie. as Barbie. And they do a good job of, of explaining that because. Sorry, I'm eating uh, this week's snack of the week. <laughs> Cat poop. Which is a Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher. Fine <laughs> hazelnut chocolates. Uh, we'll see you next week. Um, but Kate McKinnon plays Weird Barbie, and the whole thought process is that every girl had a Weird Barbie that they just played a little too rough with and broke. And so Kate McKinnon basically is in like in a split the whole time where, you know, you've got the Barbie and it fucks the legs up and it's just in the splits. Well, that's what she's doing. And it's quite funny. Um, And she's perfect uh, for that. And but the other thing is like the hair, whatever kind of happens in Barbie in Barbie world is reflected into the Mattel corporate world. So when Ken started taking over. Um, then Ken's became very popular in the market mm-hmm. uh, because Barbie's dream house uh, turned into Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa House. And then they started selling the Mojo Dojo Casa House. Mojo Dojo? Mojo Dojo Casa House is what he called it. Oh, my God. He is Knuff. Uh, okay. I, you know, maybe I won't watch it. I am Ken. I think that's how it goes. I'm not into Mojo Dojo. I'm more of a Mojo Jojo guy, if you know what I mean. Mojo Jojo. That means nothing to you, I bet. I, I don't know. No it's a different it. type of uh, TV show for young women. Okay. Called the Powerpuff Girls. Okay, no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> don't call them Powderpuff. Don't call it a comeback. Uh, Barbie. Uh, yeah, we'll go eight or 12. It's fine. It's a nice time. Go check it out. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, uh, let's talk about the movie... Um, Russell, can you click on that so I can get her name correct? Uh, scroll up for me, please, for the director. Oh. Emerald Fennel, um, who directed our favorite movie uh, from a few years ago. Um, Emerald Fennel? Yeah. Is she a celebrity chef? What the no. hell kind of name is that? No, oh, this. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> 
Come on. Promising young Prom- bullshit. <laughs> oh, Whoa, what the dude. fuck? <laughs> Coming in hot. She's got a strong name, but that is not a strong movie. Whoa. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, man. Where do you want me to go on here? All right, but yeah, Promising Young Woman. Uh, this is her follow-up. Uh, to that, you can go back to the uh, the movie page of Saltburn. Oh uh, my god! Okay, but um, a student at Oxford University finds himself drawn in the world of a charming and aristocratic classmate, who invites him to his eccentric family's sprawling estate for a summer never to be forgotten. <sighs> All right, is this rich people are evil movie? Uh, th- that's certainly a part of it. All right, um, we don't have enough of those. I can't. Well, wait to check here's it out. the thing this this movie is kind of a one trick pony, and the one trick pony, uh, is very much tied into how everything kind of wraps up and ends. So we're definitely into spoiler territory. If you want me to go in and oh, kind of, I don't know, wrap up everything. So. Um, Maybe not. Just tease it so we can move okay. on. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I'll just say this then. Um, I knew what was up from the very beginning. Um, I don't know how, if that matters at all. Uh, did it? And I will say that I, there was a little satisfaction in that. And the reason why I just feel like it was headed in that direction is because I would have taken it in that direction. Oh, okay. I was like, I just think, I was like, well, if we're doing this, we might as well do this. That's that's just I was like I think this is where we're headed, and I think this is the best way that kind of works, um, because I I like Barry Keegan, uh, he's an interesting actor. Uh, you know, this is a, the fellow from um, uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Okay. Um, and uh, why is my mind blanking on all the other stuff he's been in? You know what? Is he's, that a movie? <laughs> is that a movie? Is that a holiday movie? Killing of a Sacred yeah. Deer. It feels like it should be a Christmas movie. I don't know why. Well, it's you know, it's it's it's, it's uh, not very, very festive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very festive film. There's um, a tree involved. It played a big role. So you know how in America most of our problems are centered around race. That's sort of our thing. Okay. Race is our thing in terms of 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 what's keeping everybody's panties in a wad. Okay. I would say you know. Th- that's been the long-standing thing in America. It's a popular the long-standing. Th- yeah. That's the thing that, that separates the Britain is much more. Um, it's class, yeah, uh, more so than race, and so that's sort of what we're dealing with here. Was that you know we've got these Oxford University students, and Jacob Alordi uh, plays the um, the handsome heir uh, to this sprawling estate called Saltburn, and uh, you know. Barry Keegan uh, kind of does him a favor, and then they, they started being friends, and Barry Keegan explains uh, to Jacob Elordi's character that, uh, you know, he doesn't like to go home. He's he's just in it for school, and his, his dad uh, just died, and his mom is, like, not responsive, and so there's no reason for him to go home, and he's like, well, why don't you come stay with my family? Um, and... Uh, Slowly, we start to see that uh, the very outward appearance of this innocent, uh, you know, sort of Oliver Twistian uh, mm-hmm. ragamuffin uh, has ulterior motives. 
and is uh, much more Machiavellian in his efforts than uh, people had uh, originally. A lot of good references here. <laughs> Meaning that uh, he's 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 got some uh, ulterior motives. I get it. Evil he's, Hogwarts. He's a little sneaky boy, and he's got a plan, and he's working towards a plan here. It's and, an origin. Uh, and then he starts, you know. Fucking. Again, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're in spoiler territory, but we're not. Like, it lays it all out there for you. Yeah. And then people are like, then the rug is pulled out from under you. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. No, it's not. The rug was never there. Do you, are y'all really going to see this? No. But I could imagine that people that listen to this show would like to watch it. And I think you may. I'll tell you, it's better than Promise a Young Woman. Is it better than Barbie? It's not better Our than Promising Barbie. Promising Young Woman is garbage. I fucking hate that movie. This is not garbage. I don't hate this that. Is, this is elevated cruel intentions. Okay. And I don't hate that. I'm, I, I, I am, I am, I, I kind of like this movie. Oh, our favorite um, celebrity chef was in Barbie. She was Midge. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody, dude. Everybody's in the... You know, mafia together, dude. Yeah, that's why it's me and Oxana versus the world. Because um, we're not in that group. So, you know, uh, it's... uh hates this bitch. <laughs> in terms of, of, of what the message here with class, and and that's the other thing of, like, that people are kind of getting hung up with. with Eat the em- rich. Well, with Emerald F- Fennel or Fennel herself. Uh, I grew up with some Fennels, but I don't know if it's, it's the same as Fennel. You're probably related. Um, Art the Clown. Anyway... She she came, she is a privileged woman who grew up in this sort of private uh, you know university life. The and, director, and, yes, and so people were kind of pointing back to her, but then she's like, "Yeah, but she grew up with the super 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 rich, and that's what she's." It's like I don't uh, care about any of that shit. It's she makes these movies because she's full of white guilt, probably. I well, see, that's the thing. It's like I don't I don't fucking like care okay. care. And then, like, everything just comes off as a projection for this. So, like, it's just take the work as it is. And I I, I like, there are some very traditional sort of... Um, Jump scares. <laughs> the cat coming out of the no, closet. <laughs> but I, I, I just, in terms of character development and, and what we see out of Barry Keegan is good. Okay. And I think that... The casting is very good in this movie and uh, raises it to a different level for me. If the casting was not as good as it is, this would not be nearly as watchable as it is. And and uh, honestly, until we kind of get to the third act, it was a little bit of a bore for me uh, in, in parts. Um, okay, it's a little horny. I'll say that. Yeah. You know, they 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 uh, they're they're horning around to be also. Full penis. Yeah. To be clear, me and Oksana only know about this movie because Terrell heard about the the horniness of yeah, it. Yeah, it's horny. I think he said that there was a... Period blood horny, too. Oh, Jasadi, I hate to break it to you. He's space cinematographer. <laughs> Back out now. Do not watch. Um, well, he don't... Uh, he runs away when the river runs red. And <laughs> he does not like to wear war paint. Um, yeah, I'd take the dirt road. I, God, we've really taken a turn for a holiday episode. But that Emerald uh, Fennel has been in two historical movies about lesbian affairs. Okay, can you? I don't know they why you on. hear them. <laughs> oh wait, never one of them. So never mind. All okay, right. <laughs> thank you for being a producer. Um, I just want to be clear. 
I just I think she's a very competent filmmaker, but she's got that like her priorities are all weird, and I hate that her movies always feel like she's trying to teach me something. Like, here's how you should act. And it's like, I don't want to take advice from you. I just want to look at some cool cinematography and, you know, like, enjoy cinema. And if you do it in a nuanced way, then maybe I'll come to your side. But most of the time, it's kind of like preachy. And I look at this and I'm like, okay, it's a movie about class in Europe. Like, it's all about, well, no. But see, the thing is, is like, I, I part of the central message um is that the the rich there's a there's a big fat soft underbelly yeah that is uh just hanging out there in the open oh okay and uh you know i think that a lot of people can kind of get behind that message so you know i it's um there's something here i think i know what you're saying it's entertaining it. it's very the hobbit like smog like you shoot him in the soft part yeah Okay. I get, I'm trying to play nice. I can't, okay, then I'll stop, I'll nice. stop poking. It is um, my fault. But uh, um, I don't want to breach the hole here. Can you scroll down to the... Uh, Look, I'm, I'm working on my, uh, my flavorful charisma like I was from the South. Yes, thank you so much. It's sharper than a beaver's tooth. Scroll down, please. Okay, more. Um, what, God, what the fucking... What are we even doing, IMDb? <laughs> Hit all cast. Oh, no. I can't think of... I know, I... Good. I, for a minute there, I was worried you were mad at me. Where is all cast? I can't even fucking find Just it. Just hit edit, maybe. <laughs> all cast and crew. I can't pull um, the parents' names. Richard E. Grant and uh, Rosamund Pike, um, who are great. They don't give them enough to do. Um, you know, they, they just kind of seem tertiary characters to a certain extent. Uh, Rosamund Pike has got a little bit more. Um, I like that name. Rosamund. She's great. I love her. Uh, and uh, Pike, a weapon I do. Carrie Mulligan use. shows up um, for a few scenes and is kind of fun. There Poor dear Pamela. Actor named Carrie um, Mulligan. You know, it's it's okay. Uh, what did I get, Barbie? Eight. Wow. I know you you're in a corner here because you want to go lower, but if you go too low. Damn, you're going to do it, though. I'll go seven. Okay. That was a little bit of a cop-out. I thought you were going to go, go full seven. six. I make... No, no, no. It's fine. Make them say, no, 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 no. Like, I, I like how it went. I, that was the only way it could have gone. For okay. Me. So better than Promising Young Woman. Yes. Better than Careful How You Go. That's her first short. Oh, her first short from Twitter. <laughs> I know you got it. And then you probably got it on fucking DVD, dude. And then very quickly, uh, I want to um, explain that on Friday night I saw a movie on Netflix that just came out called Bank of Dave. <laughs> Based on the true life experiences of Dave Fishwick, Bank of Dave tells the story how a working class Burnley man and self-made millionaire fought to set up a community bank. Yep, that's what happens. Uh, this guy who sells vans... Uh, loans out money like to... Like the shoes? Not, not the shoes. Okay. Um, sprinter vans. Oh, okay. And uh, he sells sprinter vans and is a very successful business and uh, has done well for himself. Well... Um, Dude, I thought Clint Howard was dead. He kind of doesn't like Clint Howard, does he? <laughs> he looks like Hollywood Clint Howard. And, and Clint Howard is dead. Um, <laughs> Mandela. That's right. Anyway, Bur he lives in Burnley, which is in the north 
in the UK and in in the UK. Oh, Burnley, we're Saltburn. The oh, Saltburn, yeah. yes. Uh, but in the north, you know, that is basically like the American South. And so uh, people in, in the UK and, and Londoners uh, look down on Northerners. They look down on up. So, uh, you know, a little bit of that class thing here that we're dealing with. Um, as far as uh, Dave himself, uh, played by, what's his name again? Rory, uh, would, is it Kinnear? It's not Dave? Yeah, Rory Kinnear. Uh, who was in Men uh, from was that was Men this year or last year? I don't know. I think it was last year. Feels like an eternity ago. I know. I think it was last year. Um, he look. This is just a, a feel good movie of the year that opens up. Okay, you lost me. <laughs> I, no, I, I I should. There are about four or five karaoke scenes in this movie. Oh, I mean, they go hog wild with the karaoke scenes. That are just that go on for far too long. They are not entertaining. I don't know what we're doing. Um, other than this is the character of Dave Fishwick. He loves uh, to be the center of attention by singing bad karaoke in a bar where he has loaned most of the people in that bar uh, many, many tens of thousands of dollars. Who did it better? Refn or whoever directed this? Only God Forgive Karaoke or. Bushwick Bill and his bank adventures. Well, I, I do like Bushwick Bill. <laughs> um, oh, Fishwick Bill. No, Dave Fishwick. The Fishwick Bill is pretty good. Um, That's a Western. So, so anyway, yeah. So he was loaning people in the town all this money and, because the banks would not loan them any money. And so then he was like, well, I'll just start a bank. And so then these two lawyers from London who he hired, they're going, yeah, you got to go up there and you got to tell them that uh, Britain hasn't opened up a bank in 150 years and he's not going to be the first. And so they do that. But so then he kill him. <laughs> well, then he beats the system. Um, so it's it's one of those of like it was the first bank that oh. opened up in the UK in 150 years. Um, because they found a way to beat the system. It's, it's fucking schoolhouse rock. But when they get there, and also the whole movie culminates in a giant concert because he got approved for the bank, but then they were like, well, you've got 90 days to raise $13 million for your bank. Why? Because you have to, that's what the, that's what the cap they were going to set him is like, 13 million, you've got to raise 13 million dollars for your bank in 90 days. Well, do you know how they raise the 13 million dollars in 90 days? Charity, goodwill, because internet. one of the guys won um, the lotto. Only fans, <laughs> that yes, was a good only one. fans. <laughs> one of the guys in the village used to be the tour manager. Holy this is Chekhov's tour manager because we see him in like early on in the movie, oh and they're like, All right, what's God. your role gonna be here? And then it turns into Chekhov's Def Leppard. As Def Leppard plays a concert. <laughs> what year does this take place? I know, dude. It's they are so old <laughs> and have no you know, energy. It's funny when oh wait, it's really Def Leppard? Yeah. yeah I, the trailer basically shows you everything it looks like. I saw a Def Leppard poster in the trailer on IMDB and I almost brought it up and I'm like, it has to be a a one-off. Nope. It, the whole movie culminates in a Def Leppard um, episode. So it's and, modern. And so, and then Dave sings uh, "Pour Sugar, Pour Some Sugar on Me" with Def Leppard on stage. Is the one-armed drummer there? Is he still around? I, don't I think hope. So. Wait, he died. 
<laughs> I like Def Wait, Leppard. Clint Howard's alive, but the one-armed drummer died? I think he's still popping. No, he's got a... Can you look that up, please? He better not be dead. Uh, Bank of Dave. Uh, <laughs> five out of 12. Yeah, he's alive. I'm wrong. Good. <laughs> Clint Howard is dead. Go update his Wikipedia. Oh, he's been dead. All right. Oh, you're done. Exactly. Okay. Uh, we'll keep it going. So I picked up the old tradition that Clark used to have. When the old you were, Utide. Uh, before Benji stole it. Uh, again, Warp Dimension Benji. Who, uh, you know, we got to put out the video. I recorded the whole intro him and Terrell did when Terrell showed up as a, what do you call it? Frankie Krueger. <laughs> in that, in that fucking Amazon Prime costume. I have to, you know, thank you, oh. Terrell. He has a better Freddy Krueger costume, like just lying around because that's the type of dude he is. And I was like, dude, you got to double down. You got to wear that mask. The mask was folded up when they shipped it and it had a crease in it. <laughs> It looks like a paper plate that they just like painted it the does. thing on. It looks like a magnification of herpes virus. <laughs> it does. And uh, he rocked it. And we have it on video. So I got to share that somewhere. We got to put that in like a, a Blu-ray Tuesday or something. But Benji, anyway, uh, when he did the Warp Dimension thing, I was like, are you doing like a Joe Bob cosplay? What is this? And he was like, oh, you've never seen the Warp Dimension? And I was like, fuck you, bitch. I've co-hosted it a couple times. Um but yeah, I checked out The Last Drive-In. Uh, they did a holiday special, and they had two holiday movies. I think one was like... Oh, Joe Bob! Was like Black Christmas or I something. I almost did this one. But the other one was The Ginger Dead Man. Gingerbread Man. Ginger, Ginger Dead, Dead Man. man. You, you're trying to correct me. <laughs> Again, and here's the thing. I give a lot of shit to Charlie Band on this show. No, you don't. Yes, yeah, you I do. do. I do. And oh, I thought you meant I. I'm so. I'm so sorry. I thought you said. <laughs> I thought you said I give him a lot of credit. No. <laughs> Whoa. Stop eating that cat poop, dude. You're getting weird. <laughs> um. No. And I was in a group chat, and somebody was talking about how they had the uh, final girl from the Ginger Dead Man, um, on set at with Joe Bob and Darcy, and they're like, she's so fucking coked out, and she just married Charles Band. And they're like, the age difference is uh, concerning. But it is a little cute to know that they've been dating for 18 years. So it's like, okay, yeah, you know, okay, whatever, I'm in. I'm not going to, you know what, if you're well, an so adult, So she was prenatal? No, she's not that young. She actually was on the movie, and then I think six months later, they started dating. She's 39. So. Which movie came out in 05? Yeah, in 05. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I really wanted to pull a clip from here because Joe Bob, you know, people love him and I get it. He He's kind of a mix of pre-podcast kind of like he can just chat with people and it's entertaining. But also he does the like old school kind of intro where he'll pull a lot of weird factoids and like it's just interesting. Like every time you hear him talk, he's get, it's in, it's entertaining. He's knowledgeable and, and charming. And yeah, he's just the full package. And um, also, you know, he was flying the flag for, for horror and genre and regional and micro budget back in the day when it was not cool so he gets street cred too and he's on here and he's talking to robin what was her name robin sydney she's the uh the final girl in here and her and darcy are buddies and they're just like oh my god and it's so obnoxious and you're just you're like of course y'all would hang out but then as they start talking the interview keeps going on you start to feel Robin is like, uh, she's kind of like, she mentioned she was in a Skinamax movie. 
Here, let me pull her up so you can see her. Yeah. And you're like, well, Darcy's done straight up porn. And then you start to hear the type of like Darcy was like, oh, I wanted to move to L.A. because I saw they were casting for Ginger Dead Man. And she's like, and I wanted to be in that movie. While Robin was like, Ginger Dead Man, I'm an I'll audition. And she kept getting called back until she got the role. So you get kind of like Robin may have had a different trajectory in life if uh, she <laughs> never took this role. Because this is her first movie. And this is her career. If you go to her IMDb page and scroll down, I was reading all this shit. And I'm like, I at some point thought I was on like Charles Band IMDb. And it's great because Joe Bob brings it up and he's like, did he marry you so that he could have a free actress in every movie he's going to make from now on? And, uh, you know, it seems like kind of a fun joke. Including Corona Zombies. Dude, but look, look right above that one. Look what they made after Corona Zombies. Barbie and Kendra save the, the Tiger, Tiger King. King. Now open that up. That's what I'm talking and about, look at Charlie. The, look at the poster. So they're all in masks, right? We all love COVID cinema. But look, free Joe Exotic, and he's blurred out on there. So here's the thing. I was looking through her IMDb, and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to watch some of these. <laughs> Here's the thing. My history with, with Full Moon, and I think we share, like, if you're listening to the show, you probably share it with me. If um, if you ever went to Suncoast um, in our mall walk and you would look for used movies or cheap, a lot of the time you'd be like, oh, Ginger Dead Man. It kind of, hopefully it's like Child's Play and it wants to be like Child's Play, but it's not like Child's Play. Tom Holland, you know, love him or hate him. He crafted some very good things in that film. And it's very, um, you know, as Joe Bob would say, it's very drive-in. We have a serial killer who uses voodoo that he learned a week ago to in invade a doll. And this, you know, that's lowbrow as it gets. But there's some real fucking craft here. And Tom Holland's a big uh, Hitchcock guy. So we get a lot of, like, good storytelling. Well, Char Charlie Band uh, likes to rip off the guy that did Hitchcock's music, Bernard Herrmann. And, you know, every now and then he'll hit it. I, I believe he did a reanimator soundtrack. And I love that soundtrack and I stand by it. But if you were down there watching the Ginger Dead Man with me and Oksana, you would have heard me repeatedly say, you know, the music is the worst fucking thing. And it's the thing I always think about with Full Moon, where it's like, like it's like a clarinet. There's like an electronic keyboard. And it's always like whimsical and explorative. And you're like, I fucking hate it. It's like he doesn't understand. And royalty free. And yeah, it feels it feels royalty free. And not in the good vaporwave way of Mall Walk. It feels like, no, this feels like a utility choice. Like, hey, the guy who came up with everything, why don't you write the music too? And also, their relationship feels like that. When Joe Bob's asking Robin about how, uh, like, did you fall in love on set? And she was like, no. It was professional. But... She tells this story of how Charlie Band left a basket of lemons for her. And she's like, I knew it was Charlie Band because the lemons all had alien teeth. So she contacted him. I was like, thank you for the thank you for the lemons. And he was like, oh, you like them? Good. I was hoping you could sell them for me. And it was like, wait, what? And she, and so Joe Bob's just like, why would he do that? And she's like, oh, because, you know, me and my mom, we fabricate and market goods she actually has an in with cracker barrel and she sells a bunch of shit to their gift shop 
Now, I don't know what the fuck a Cracker Barrel looks like. I've never been in one. But I'm guessing well, you know what a Cracker Barrel gift shop looks like. Yeah, because like. I'm a true patriot to this country. Yeah, well, I live in the Bay Area, so I'm fucked. Like, what? what they were describing, like, whimsical old shit. Yeah, it's an old country store. But I mean, like, what do they got in there? Like, wooden dreidels? Or, like, what? Wooden dreidels? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, <laughs> old toys. Like, what, the duck that dips into the water? No. So you'll have, it depends on, you know, all right. So if we, if we walk in through the front doors of a, of a Cracker Barrel. A lot of white people. Uh, especially now, you know, uh, every, there's going to be a very seasonal heavy uh, theme inside mm-hmm. there. So, you know, there, it's going to be uh, dressed to the nines. Um, and uh, you'll they sell records in there. Oh. Um, a lot of lot of stupid weird shotskis. Um, they've got uh, some clothes, some sweaters. Uh, you can find some hats in there. A lot of weird toys. Uh, a lot of stuff for kids. Um, now the reason I'm pushing on and it and a lot of candy shotskis. My mom would call them cochinadas. Uh, we have McNugget buddies on the table. But they're not, are they doing like McNugget Buddy type shit or are they like? There's a lot of like salt and pepper shakers shaped like things, like an egg or a pig or a frying pan. It's a whole bunch of like shit you don't need. If you go, if, uh. all right, so if you go to like, um, you know how you'll drive down to Los Angeles, right? I'm trying to make this as relatable as I can. <laughs> okay. So if you go, go drive down to Los Angeles, you'll see like weird gas station stores. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Like who's this for? Yeah, kind of shit. Yeah. Okay, but are they branded? Like, you buy it, and you're like, oh, look, I went to Cracker Barrel and got a McNugget. Buddy. I don't know if there's so much, like, Cracker Barrel stuff, um, but, like, you know, there's, there's you know, Okay, again, this is a big part of the conversation because she, I think this is where she makes the majority of her money. That's tight. And Joe Bob kind of pointed out, like, without saying it, which I appreciate, and Robin and Darcy are homies, like, so they're in actually it's funny you mentioned Barbie because they have a movie coming out called Barbie and Kendra where they are Barbie and Ken and they do some boring shit that only full moon could with Darcy. Design. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. It's, I know. And that's why I'm kind of like, I think we got to watch they it. make out. I will be tight. They seem like the type of white girl who would drink, you know, too many white claws and then they would like fool around and be like, oh. We're straight, but like we're making out. It's like no. Y'all Is that the vibe just, you get from y'all? Them? Are just godless some white claw bitches. <laughs> you know, if you got to fund a bank, you hire them to do an OnlyFans. Also, right. Oksana, that was fantastic. <laughs> I don't know what what is going on with you today. I want to. S- I'd rather see them uh, storm Area Fifty One. To be honest. Oh, that, they got a movie for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I went through her thing. Now, back in the beginning of her, she was on the Andy Dick show. That was her premiere into show business she was on no i think i think there's more um yeah look she's in the jack ketchup movie she's in a ton of shit masters of horror drake and josh csi and then you'll notice it kind of turns into only (laughs) not fans charlie bay only full moon so again i highly recommend you at least watch the last drive here's the thing Ginger Dead Man. I know I started off on that. My relationship with that is they would sell me on a dumb concept and deliver a dumb product. And I learned I got to be better with this. <laughs> like, I got to look for things. First, I got to understand, like, if I'm going to like dumb horror movies, low budget horror movies, bad, traditionally bad movies, I got to figure out how to gain like a radar, how to sniff it out. Right. And there are things you can learn, like regional 
you, you look at them, there's usually no color grading. There's no lighting. You can tell. The, the trick with, like, Full Moon is they have a studio, and they have, they have like, what I've, you know, developed into, like, low Hollywood actors. Like, they're pretty people, but, you know, as you get older, you realize there's a lot of pretty people on the planet. And they cast them, and they can't really act, but sometimes they can. I Actually, I don't think she's a bad actress. But, man, you know what's bad about this movie is the fucking script. Because they had the doll. Gary Busey's going wild. She talks a little bit about that, but he's barely in the movie. Who cares? You could do it, but they have no special effects. People die off camera. Everything that makes a horror movie enjoyable for a person like me is excluded. But that's what Full Moon does. I know, and that's why I have the relationship I do with them, where I'm like, you're taking advantage of me. I'm the type of person who would love a Ginger Dead movie, and you're, you're fucking, you're pulling the rug out from under me. There's no good kills. There is one funny thing. Again, I did watch the whole movie, and uh, Joe Bob does a good job of, like, not holding back. Like, he's playing nice, but he's like, you know, Mike Gingold hated this movie. Mike Gingold, if you if you listen to the show long enough, is one of Madeline's best friends when she worked at Fangoria. But also, he's, like, a, a long-term reviewer who loves, like, schlock and micro-budget and regional. He's made a couple. And he fucking roasted this movie. And I'm like, Joe Bob, I know you know why. Because this movie's not very kind to the audience that it's made for. Anyway, I watched it. Uh, it doesn't. It's. It didn't change my mind. But again, the weird Valley Girl that is Robin Sydney. She kind of got me interested. So I started looking through. Look at Bunker of Blood, Chapter Eight, Butcher's Baker, Butcher's Bake Off, Hell's Kitchen, A.K.A. I don't know, Ginger Dead Man Seven. The poster looks like it's a Hellraiser movie, and I'm like, you know. <laughs> Even a broken clock is right twice a day, right? So I'm sure there's some gems in here that people like me have learned to like avoid full moon and now they're they're ripe for the picking. So I think I'm gonna do I'm gonna do God's work. I'm gonna go out there boldly where no man has gone before. Oh boy. And I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some of these. You're but a I full think, moon astronaut. I, man, <laughs> I think I might need help. So if any of I, you out uh, there no, not you. I know you. not you. If any of you have any recommendations and would like to hear, like, if you want to hear FTR, badass, American badass, I'm not going to touch that one because I don't care. I'm looking for their deep franchise cuts or oddball horror movies. Let me know. Again, I'm just looking at her IMDb. I should be looking. I mean, Evil Bong 888, Infinity High. Here's the other thing, though. Barbie and Kendra Save the Tiger King. Barbie and Kendra Storm Area 51. Barbie and Kendra Storm the Capital. Yeah, they got Evil Bong Jan versus six. Ginger Dead. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. But that's kind of more a trauma movie now. They, they're the ones who's getting a little edgy out there. Oh, are they? Um, but last, you know, the last thing. That oh, Lloyd. Charlie Band. The last thing that, uh, the last offense that he did is the merch. He's got a lot of merch. And if you watch that uh, last drive-in, they donate a lot of it. And in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, they're going to donate it. Who the fuck's buying this shit? So they keep bringing out more. I want to check out the merch. Dude, they have, they have like an evil bong. Like you could buy the evil bong. All right, I'm buying it. Or a bong. ginger dead man. Is it an actual functional I'm bong? I'm pretty sure. It is, what do they call those? Like a water vapor or something? A water bong. Um, but, you know, if, if I want to make it, if I want to tie it back to the show, Charlie Band makes plastic McNugget buddies. He's not making the rubber kind. So just be weary. Like, if you want if you want the full effect, you're not gonna get it with full moon. 
Although it may be the full moon effect. Anyway, I'm serious. If you got any recommendations, hit me up with them. All right. And uh, other th- so, you know, uh, I'll talk about it briefly. The other movies I watched may or may not be tied into Uffy's Holiday Cabin, a.k.a. the Unnamed Footage Festival's Holiday Party. Um, Bro, he's got a lot of merch. He's got a ton of merch, dude. Oh, a lot of it, it is Puppet Master. Dude, we're, got, we're about to have a Merry Christmas. Dude, dude Joe Bob was like, <laughs> so they got married. He's like, but he still wants you to sell the Puppet Master merch, right? And it's like, it was like perfect. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it so much. Would you wear this Puppet Master bomber jacket? Yeah. Signed by Charlie I'll Bain. tell you right now, Puppet Master, not a fan. I know. But that's a, for another, you do know, because I, I can't help it but talk about it. Um... Yeah, so uh, we did a holiday party, and I got I got a shout out. It's because of this show and the people listening to it that turned me on to Discord and pushed me into it. Well, it finally happened. I think two years after I signed up for it, where we did a um, a watch party. Now we didn't do it in the Overlook <laughs> Discord, but we did it in the Unnamed Footage Festival one, which is you know join it. Why not? It's not going to be the last time. And uh, I got to give a thanks to everybody in the unnamed footage festival crew for just letting me and evan do whatever the fuck we wanted and what we did is we got uh the bfg guys back chris and david and we um did a ritual and got uffy back involved and then we did another ritual and we got slasher victim 666 involved there's a lot of slasher victim so um i don't know this was kind of like a one-off event you know we love doing that we love showing things and then kind of like a long form anthology create a wraparound so we did a lot of original content here we um, brought back quizzer die holiday themed and briefly i'll just mention um how am i gonna do this one movie i watched was the trailer park boys christmas movie a lot of trailer park boy fans out there and i've a lot of them are my friends and it's one of those things where they always try to push it on you and you're like, okay, I'll watch it, but like, I feel like I'm late to the party, and you all are laughing about like in, inside jokes, and I'm just kind of yeah. like trying to hear it. And it's not working. Um, I thought I had never seen that movie before, but while I was watching, I'm like, I did, but last time I think I was wasted because that's what I used to do. We would get drunk and watch Trailer Park Boys. What a life you've lived. Here's the thing: you could get wasted and watch Gummo and have a great time, and I think that's why I'm doing the show right now is because I did that so often. Or Uncle Goddamn and have a great time. But you watch Trailer Park Boys and you know what? It's kind of a more traditional show, even though it is in world camera and it is about, it's got a lot to do with drinking. It's just not that kind of thing. So I watched it um, sober this time and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, I al- we also revisited early viral sensation on YouTube, No Through Road. Are you familiar with that at all? Hmm. Early YouTube, there was a short that came out called No Through Road. And it was in-world camera. It was about kids getting caught on, like, a highway loop. It's UK. And um, people were like, is this real? Like, that's how long ago. Uh, There are four of them. We we revisited all of them. We brought back an unnamed footage festival uh, alumni, Harry McDonough. And we showed his special, The Christmas Miracle, which I think we showed it up. At the ATA uh, at our last in-person fest. And he came out and brought his action figures. That's who he is. Every time people are like, wait, which movie did he do? I'm like, he's the one that brought the action figures out. And we brought him to Quizzer Die. 
So, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to do with this stuff, but at some point they will, there will be opportunities to watch these again. But for now, they're not going on YouTube. So we'll get together. I also revisited the Adult Swim Mule Log. Mm-hmm. Um, holds up. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. It's funny how in-world camera... Is that on Max? I believe it still is, yeah. The thing is, man, it's really... You're playing fourth dimension chess with like a good... Like Adult Swim, I think they get it better than anybody. Like calling the movie the Adult Swim Mule Log, it, it fits perfectly in the digital streaming era where you see it on a menu and you're like, I don't want to watch a fucking Mule Log. You know what I mean? Because there's so many. There's the Gulag. There's the Shutter. Um, they have their own Yule log on YouTube. There's a million Yule logs. So what do they do? You open up and it's a Yule log. I left a Yule log in the toilet this oh morning. You're eating cat Yule logs right now. Yeah. Um, and you know they they double down. You open up and there's just music, and then we're we're sticking with the uh, Yule log, and we get a little in world, and there might be a slasher involved. And man, it was just as good this time. And honestly, it's. There's been a lot of conversations I'm in about what a holiday movie is. And I'm part of the problem because so many people watch it Die Hard. And I just love being like, it's not a Christmas movie. And everybody gets so mad. And I feel a little bit like our third chair, Justin Coote, back in the day. We're just making people mad to do it. Yep. But uh, <laughs> I don't know why the Die Hard people get so mad. If Randy was here, he probably would. Yep. He'd have a Barbie tear coming Randy, out. Randy will die hard for die hard. Oh, my God. He'll die hard, except that he has erectile Nakatomi dysfunction. Plaza. He'll have to take some blue chew if he wants to die hard. Blue chew. Um, yeah, I... Dude, Yolog has got the vibe. It is a perfect holiday movie. Um, How many stars? Uh, 12. I think... Have I rated it before? On the 12 stars of Christmas. Especially now that we've opened it up to be like a hybrid film, like we have a word for it. Mm -hmm. I feel even better about giving that a perfect score. Excellent. Um, And then we watched a movie, the only one that I actually want to talk about, called Red Christmas. Red Christmas. I gave you my heart. Now, this movie is not the Red Christmas you might be thinking about. Because we have a homie. Craigie. We have a homie, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, Anderson, who made a movie called Red Christmas. Has D. Walls in it. Yep. That's not the one I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about the movie that came out a couple years before called Red Christmas. Oh, my goodness. I am Tara. I like killing people. I've been doing it. A, <laughs> I've been doing it a long time now, and I realize there may be some folks that want to see what it's like. So I made this movie to show you all some of the steps of how to brutally murder a person while never forgetting what the holidays are all about. Hold on, there's more. Uh, holidays are all about this year. I'm dreaming of a red Christmas. Worth it. Worth it. You gotta hit a. You gotta hit a link to get that little bit extra. But this movie is fucking. Um, not most people's cup of tea. I can see that from the poster. <laughs> but now, you know, I, I want to tie this back. She will make you shout. She will make you cry. Grind. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> also, the cover is uh, Tara. She's got a saw. There's a dude. Who a looks... very rusty saw. I think it might be blood, but. That looks corroded. Yeah, she's in what looks like a room of somebody who wants to make a horror movie. And they're like, hey, we'll just take all the furniture out of the front room. It looks like that, and there's a dude who's making a zany, like, big eye. He's got an ornament in his mouth. He's he tied to a chair. T- by, with tinsel. With ten- and there's rope has under a little it. rope. There's rope under it. The tinsel, I don't know. I think she was just trying to be festive. I get it. 
But now to bring it back to Suncoast and the Mall Walk, check out the podcast. It's very good. Uh, this is the kind of movie that I learned to look for. That cover says we don't know how to make a movie. The lighting is weird. There's no color grade. The font looks like they downloaded a program to put it on there. Meanwhile, also written by AI. All, yeah, well, I mean, back in the day, we didn't have AI, but now oh, there that was is, a version. That's something okay, primitive. Fair. AI, I get it. Yeah. Charlie Band, though, that shit looks polished to a degree. This is what I want, though. That, if I could find a VHS tape of this, I would be very happy. But again, it came out in 2014, so I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, this movie is found footage. It's a vlog of types. Uh, Killer is making a diary, and she wants to run through what it's like in case, you know, maybe she won't be around forever, and she wants to tell her story. Oh, for her children. This movie has two twists that break the genre, and I don't mean the format. The genre gets weird. Also, she refers to herself as a slasher, but she doesn't really fit in any category. She doesn't really have an origin. Well, she has an origin story that she had a weird daddy relationship, which I think is actually kind of an interesting conversation for somebody making a genre film to have. But she doesn't wear a mask, and she's not grotesque or undead or anything. So it's like, you're calling yourself a... That's so weird and dumb, and it feels kind of authentic. She finds a guy. She uh, entices him to come over. She kisses him in the car under the mistletoe. Oh, it's very cute. He was working. He got off. And then she said, I you want to get off. You get off again? Yeah. Come to my house. And she's like, you know what? Sit down in this chair. And she ties him up, and he's into it. And then she stabs him in the leg. This movie, Good foreplay. <laughs> this movie turns into a weird form of torture porn because it's effective. There's a, there's a hand, and she starts peeling his nails out. And it's hard to watch. Even though the hand, Evan pointed this out. He's like, dude, it's fucking gnarly looking. But the hand is like the color of not a real human. It looks like white, like it's the plastic that it originally is or whatever, like the rubber latex. It's like she could have Norway. She could have painted it. It looks unhuman, but it still is effective. That's the gore in this movie. At one point, we get a close-up of his face, and it's like, did he have a stroke? Half of his face looks like it's like a prosthetic. Yeah. Well, when she starts digging into his eyeball, you realize, oh, okay, that's what happened. And then he starts gushing blood like he's in a fucking Kill Bill movie. And it's that's the vibe. If you're here for that shit, it is perfect. I enjoyed this movie so much. I liked it so much. The only time it drags is when she's talking. And, you know... As you don't a, like it when women talk, do you? Yeah, I fucking hate it. That's why I <laughs> cut Oksana's mic hours ago. Um, no, it's... when Up top, it's entertaining. But once we get him in the chair and she starts talking, you'll know. Your, your inner voice will tell you, there's not going to be another victim in this movie. It's going to be this dude. And it's kind of a bummer when that sets in. Now, the runtime here is an hour. So that's okay. And um, I'll tell you, this dude, <laughs> he, he's not a great actor. So he'll get hurt and be like, ah, 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 and then he'll turn and be like, fuck you, bitch. I hate you. And she'll be like, no, when I kill you, the last thing you'll be thinking about is me. My name's going to be going over over in your head. And he's like, oh, I don't care about you, Laura. And she's like, that's not my name. And he's like, see, that's how much I don't care about you. And it's like, dude. She just cut your leg off. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the conversation you're having. And I mean, literally, she cuts his leg off. And he's just like, fuck you, you dumb bitch. And it's like, <laughs> I... Did she cauterize it? Dude, I love it. Oh, d- well, unfortunately, it didn't look like he had a bone in there. So who knows what's no. going on? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he, he had other issues. No bones, Magoo. <laughs> but this movie, 
I will tell you one thing that's a little bit of a spoiler, but it may be the tipping point for you. The reason she likes killing men mm-hmm. is she found out a little thing about men. Mm-hmm. When they die, mm-hmm. rigor mortis happens to the junk. Hey, no. So <laughs> there may be a point in this movie where she uh, rides a corpse. Okay. All right. She rides them to Pound Town. I know. And Merry we, Christmas. we don't even cut here. We just we just enjoy the ride. And it what is was this visitor cue? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like it's so funny thinking about things like that. Because there is like lowbrow art that feels elevated and not in an A twenty four way, in like a dirty way. And you're like, they had to make this movie because it's so fucking grimy, but it's good and it's inspirational. And they're doing things with film that other people don't have the balls to do. And then you watch Red Christmas and you're like, I hope she got paid to do this. Damn. Uh, and I was like, you watch it and you're like, I hope she directed it too. It would be so much more interesting if this was like a one girl project. Unfortunately, um, Steve Rosinski uh, directed it. And Steve, here's the thing. I don't know you, but I know uh, your filmography a little bit. As we go through it, uh, right off the top, Oksana, one of our favorite letdowns, Karis Hell. The trilogy. The trilogy. Oh, he also boy. did an Amityville Christmas Vacation. Gotta get that Amityville movies in. He also did a Meowy Halloween, oh, which honestly might be kind of good. I don't know. Cats Look at kinda... the poster for that. I know. Oh, then a Maui, a Maui, a Christmas. Maui Christmas Vacation. And a Meowy Maui St. St. Patrick's Day. Day. <laughs> um, dude, honestly, Oksana, you want to write for that uh, cat exploitation? We could do a whole fucking Steve rundown. Mm-hmm. That I just I was just <laughs> looking through to see if I could find the cat's name. Oh my god! Of course, Mister so, Whiskers. Again, um, keep an eye out. Join the Discord for the Unnamed Footage Festival, and um, join the mailing list. I think we're gonna let people know through there from now on. And again, maybe you've seen some of these movies. If we showed them or not. And maybe uh, you would never want to watch these movies. It's different when you do it with friends, though. And especially when Uffy's in between and he's saying hello and howdy-doody. It's a lot of fun. Um, so I'll I'll hint next time on here. I think I think David came out here and just said, oh, we're doing a holiday event. Also, David was on Quiz or Die, so who knows? He may be dead. Um, yeah, I think that's it. How many stars for Christmas? You know, man, I really like that movie. And I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for it. Here we go. But it's going to be high. Oh, no. I'll tell you, it's definitely better than Promising Young Woman. (laughs) (laughs) I felt the feminine liberation here. Like, if we're going to take down the patriarchy, let's do it with Tara. Are you giving this a 10? I was thinking an 11. An 11? Okay. Well, don't look at me like that. What? I'm looking at you like I look. You know, honestly, I was like, we should get the director on the show. And then I'm like, Steve... You know, he might be fun, but I feel like he's like a young Charlie Band, though. Oh, boy. In a different era. Although, no, I take it back. You know, maybe Red Christmas could be like the Puppet Master equivalent. Like, people just need to rediscover it, and then I'll be wearing a bomber jacket signed by Steve. Well, it's uh, <laughs> next year we'll be celebrating its 10th anniversary. Oh, dude. That's when we get him on. That's, That's when we attack. Dude, all right. I love it. That's when we strike. Also, because uh, we did this... I'm like we should do an we should do an overlook, Discord watch party. Okay, a meowy marathon? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not. Very no, quickly because we, we do need to boogie here. Is we have made uh, afternoon uh, reservations to go see a motion picture, which we will talk to you about next week. 
Um, but very quickly, um, I will address what Russell just stated. <laughs> um, as I watched a few moments of, of the stream on Friday. Oh, you did? Well, Russ, I... <clears throat> I hate Discord. <laughs> and the fact that it was a, a QR code... I can't tell you the amount of... I spent 30 fucking <laughs> minutes trying to log in on three fucking devices oh my God. with that fucking QR code. And then when I get on there, yeah. you're playing the fucking Trailer Park Boys that I fucking hate. Oh, you hate the Trailer Park? I hate them. Why? I don't because everybody liked them. I tried to watch. I didn't understand it. They were Canadian. I, get it. I, get I didn't it. know what the fuck was going on. I'm like, they're not funny. Where are the jokes? I don't. But, but because he's got Coke bottle glasses, I'm supposed to fucking laugh. I hate it. That's and so, so then I bailed after five minutes. I spent more time trying to log yeah, yeah. in than I did. And uh, so I there was an effort. Fool, um, you should have just walked downstairs. I could have just gave you a link. Also, I'm glad that you brought that yeah, up. Yeah, give though. me a link. No more QR code bullshit. Well, the QR code was for people who know how to use their mobile devices and like I tried. <laughs> I had to log in. I only do it on my phone to check in. Well, here's the thing. If we're hosting the event, you won't have to worry about that. I'm just saying it was terrible. <laughs> I, had, I had a not pleasant experience. Oh my god, I love that. I'm, and Evan, cover your ears. I should have warned him because he's the trailer park boy aficionado. Yeah, not a fan. Um, okay. Anything else? So we're not showing trailer park boys in the Overlook Discord. I mean, you can. I'm <laughs> can not gonna you, watch it. Can I get you some Coke bottle glasses and you could be Bubbles on there? You know, when I had those transparent glasses, everyone called me Bubbles. Oh, and now I, made, I get just it. Maybe even more. Now angry. I understand. Maybe even more angry. <laughs> I'm like, I can't escape this stupid <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> all right. Let's get, I understand, too, because when I mention all my friends that like it, they fucking talk about it all the time. Yeah, so and if you're not, not in on it, it's like, okay, well, now I never want to be in on it. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know what's happening here. Well, I think you would appreciate that we front-loaded that with a lot of weird shit. So people were like, what is... And then that came on, they were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so yeah. they were all safe by then. Yeah, and that was the repellent for well, me. We, we opened it up with some slasher victim shit that people well, see, were that's like... that's my shit. I know. That's why I'm annoyed that you didn't the just timing. ask. Right. It's fine. I can show you. All right, let's 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 leave. Happy holidays, even though yesterday was Christmas for y'all. That's right. Enjoy Boxing Day, you jerk-offs. And uh, we'll see you in the new year. Yeah, I forgot I got to end it. Leave that in. Okay. Don't. Randy, Randy leave it, it in. I could cut it right now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Overlook Hour. And if you would like to hear more, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and or a review, which is a very easy way for you to support this show uh, that we bring to you every week for years now, free of charge. And as always, you can find us on YouTube at The Overlook Theater, Instagram at The Overlook Theater, Facebook at The Overlook Hour, and Twitter at The Overlook Hour. Last but not least, you can send us your emails and tell us how much you like or dislike the show at overlookhour at gmail.com. And if you're nice, maybe we'll uh, read them on the show. I've been your engineer, Randy Stat. Please join me along with Clark, Russell, and Oksana again next time. Bye. <laughs>